With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, Badger fans, and welcome to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. As always, Tyler Hunt and Matt Bells here covering everything Wisconsin athletics. On today's show, we've got a lot of recruiting to get to, a huge weekend upcoming for the Wisconsin Badger football team in terms of recruiting. Got a lot of kids on campus um, for their official visits. There's some offers that also went out for the 2022 and 2023 class after some camp visits. Um, so big things happening in the recruiting world for Wisconsin football. Uh, I know a couple episodes, weeks ago, we talked kind of about this weekend being a big one. Well, now it's finally here, and we're seeing uh, just how big it could be for Wisconsin with uh, quite a few big-name players um, going to be on campus this weekend. So hopefully the Badgers can impress. It should be a beautiful, beautiful weekend in Madison um, to give them their best pitch. Uh, some other stuff, we've also got um, a little bit of basketball, some news at the front, um, volleyball to just kind of wrap up. But overall, it should be a fun show. Um, filled with a little bit of everything. Matt, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, yeah. Yesterday was kind of a crazy day. There's a lot going on, um, a lot of exciting news for Wisconsin sports the, the past 48 hours, and so I think we've, we've got an action-packed show today. How you doing, man? I'm great. Yeah, it should be a nice, fun one to send you guys into the weekend. I know everyone that listens to this really loves the recruiting parts of it, and we got a lot of that, but we've also got a little bit of news to get to. Last episode, we talked about um, a couple of these stories that were just reports, now they are officially official, so we'll touch on them quick uh, before we get into the recruiting stuff. Dana Retke officially back. She confirmed it, which I think uh, we all expected when the news kind of started to leak out. There were reports where there's smoke, there's fire. Dana Retke, of course, confirms that she'll be back um, with Wisconsin Volleyball. So huge get for them. I mean, She's just been a dominating player. The the first four years, I would expect nothing to change for year five, and I think that puts the Badger Volleyball in a really good position. Yeah, it definitely elevates them right um, near the top of the Big Ten going into another season under Kelly Sheffield. So absolutely huge news. I mean, they she is one of the most talented players in all of um, collegiate volleyball, so having her presence in the middle back is absolutely massive. It's going to be a fun season to watch. I'm, I know I'm excited to, to get back to hopefully watching some games in person uh, and seeing what that squad can do this upcoming season. Moving on down, uh, of course, the other news that was up in the air our last podcast was the announcement of Chris McIntosh, uh, who will be taking over as the Wisconsin Athletic Director for Barry Alvarez. That kind of was confirmed shortly after the podcast came out. Um, just kind of looking at his presser, of course, he was very emotional, you know, very thankful for Barry Alvarez and everything that he taught him in his career. And I think from, from what you heard and saw from him, you know, it was, there was some stuff on the Big Ten Network where he was introduced. 
I think you got to feel pretty good about where Wisconsin's at. You know, he's he's stepping into a job that not a lot of people could step into. You know, right behind Barry Alvarez. Um, that's a that's a big big shoes to fill. But I, I think from right now, you feel comfortable with where Wisconsin's at with Chris McIntosh. But anything that you took from there as that story becomes uh, an official one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is just he, he's a guy who understands the program, knows where he wants it to go. I think it's a, a really strong hire. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you saw, we had a, a question in our comment section by Navy Badger that brought up, um, basically, do you think that the other candidates not named Chris McIntosh? Because we mentioned just how we thought it was a slam dunk that it was going to be McIntosh all along. He asked if, or, or, or she asked, um, if, if, they applied, the other candidates applied as a favor to Barry Alvarez, or, or did they try to do it as a bargaining chip? I would definitely say that most of the people who applied probably knew that it was a long shot and that Chris McIntosh was going to get the job. But anytime you can go through the process, put your name out there for a really big job like Wisconsin, it's going to elevate your profile, maybe get a raise with, with your, where you're currently at, or maybe go ahead and, and build some street credit for other future jobs. So I, I would anticipate that. Wisconsin knew pretty much all along that it was going to be Chris McIntosh, but they made sure to check their boxes along the way. Yeah, that's always a smart process, and I think there were uh, some other really you know, really strong candidates, um, but it just seemed like Chris McIntosh was going to be the guy, and um, you know that's just, just, just kind of how it worked out, and I think they're in a good spot with everything that he said and, and how they'll move forward here in this new athletic director area, um, you know, era. It, it's so weird to think that uh, it's not Barry Alvarez anymore. I think for the next couple of years, if, if someone asked me who the Wisconsin athletic director is, I'll probably say Barry and then stumble and be like, oh, wait, no, it's not anymore. But um, <laughs> I, I think Wisconsin's in really good hands, and uh, I'm excited to see what he can bring to the table um, for Wisconsin athletics as a whole. You know, of course, Barry's done it his way for a long time and that's been a lot of success but I'm sure Chris McIntosh will put his own spin on thing uh, in a lot of regards as they move forward here for all sure. right next or next um, area of news Jonathan Davis accepted his offer to take part in the U19 um, USA basketball invitation um, training camp uh, we talked about this a little while ago that he um, was invited and I think it was of course um, expected that he would accept this offer, but he's got a chance to, to go represent his country, play on the international stage, get some you know get some coaching from some some top players or top coaches in the uh, the college basketball world, get to play with some really top players um, that are also going to be joining him. So I think it's a great invite for him to to get out there, and I'm excited to see what he can do um, on this international kind of U19 stage. Yeah, I think it's a really good opportunity for him. I think it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to accept it. But now to see that, hey, yep, he's going to go ahead and do that. You got to hope he doesn't get injured or anything like that. But but really, 12 players out of 27 are going to make the team. There's a lot of really young players, um, including a guy like Patrick Baldwin, who's from within the state, um, and, and many other of the top uh, prospects around the country. So you're looking at good company that he's with, and that's really – Kind of a strong hint that he might be an NBA type, depending upon how he develops over the next few years. And I really think that he's in for a big year coming up here in, in 2021-2022 with the basketball team. With with so many pieces gone, I think he, a lot's going to be on his shoulders. And I think he's ready for it. And this is just another opportunity for him to get better and prepare for that opportunity. Yeah, it should be fun to see what he can do there. And I think, you know, as long as he goes and – and gets just try to be a sponge and absorb absorb all the knowledge he can. I think it'll be a, a valuable experience for him to you know wherever he goes with it to to bring that 
um, back to back to Madison and hopefully be as polished as a player as he can for uh, whenever he takes the court next. All right, getting into some recruiting news. Before we move away from basketball, let's touch on this quick. Um, Gussie Alden uh, picked up a crystal ball from Evan Flood uh, for the Badgers, so we'll get a little bit more into June visits next week as things are ramping up on the basketball side as well. I know right now that with this weekend, the, the focal point is, is certainly football with all the guys that they're going to have on campus, but basketball visits are taken off as well. Uh, to pick up a crystal ball, I think, from a player of his caliber is is pretty big, um, just considering what he brings to the table in terms of a talent. So what did you make of that, and, and what do you make of some of these uh, official visits taken off for Wisconsin? Yeah, I think we'll we'll touch on more of the basketball stuff next week, probably just because there's going to be a lot of moving pieces and a lot of a lot of guys coming on campus as basketball recruiting ramps up. But I, I think it's a big indication that that he's leaning towards Wisconsin. I, it's been no uh, no secret that he's a big Badger fan. Grew up in Appleton, so he he's down at IMG right now, playing down there. Really talented kid, top 100 prospect, one of the best players in the state um, and in Florida. If you're going to look at him through that lens, but really, I think. If the Badgers could land him, that would be the the prototypical center, big man that can help them out, back-to-the-basket type, can do a lot of nice things. He's a wider body, but he can move really well, pretty nimble for his size, and has offers from all over the country, which I'm sure is only going to continue to add. But as a 2023 prospect, a lot can happen between now and and when he actually has the chance to sign. But, But I think right now the Badgers are sitting in a really good place, and hopefully they can close on him. Because you don't usually or always have the opportunity to have top 100 kids that grew up rooting for Wisconsin and are really high on staying home. Um, we, we've seen a lot of the top prospects go elsewhere in the state, which is just indicative of how basketball recruiting is. But if they can keep one of them home, this is one that you're going to have a really good shot at that I think they got to close on. Yeah, I think he would be a huge get. I mean, um, you, you look at it, the nickname Baby Jokic is always a good thing to have. And, you know, the way. Nikola Jokic plays. If, if you got anything similar to that game, I think that'd be a huge gap and would fit in really well for Wisconsin in terms of the system. So um, I, I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, it's still a long ways away, but I think you've got to feel pretty good about where you're at in terms of um, Wisconsin. And in, in, in pursuit, a lot of things can happen. He, he's a really talented player. I'm sure things can really take off for him, and I'm, I would expect that they will. But you talk about it when we when we touch on Wisconsin football. It's a lot of you know getting in there early or trying to keep these in-state kids in there. Haven't had as much success on the basketball side, but if you could get pick up a win like that, that would certainly be uh, welcomed as Wisconsin basketball moves forward. Oh no doubt, I, I, he's an extremely talented player, and his his stock's going to rise. But at the same time, I don't know if he's going to get to the point where a Baldwin got to or or where Jalen Johnson got to in terms of some of the other offers that he might receive. So I think Wisconsin's got a good shot with him. All right. We'll talk more on uh, Wisconsin basketball recruiting, as as we kind of mentioned. Um, you know, Next week we'll get into a little bit more of that. But we'll continue on with the football recruiting because it's been a busy week for not only this weekend in terms of upcoming visits, but um, in Wisconsin football camps throwing out some offers. Uh, the first from Wisconsin offered 2022 athlete Cade Yakamali, his first Power 5 offer. He's got some other smaller offers, Air Force, uh, Army, Columbia, Dartmouth. Um, really, in terms of a player, just an athletic kid. You know, he's played quarterback, he's played receiver, um, he's played defensive back. A guy that you know, right now isn't super highly recruited, but Wisconsin must have saw something uh, at, at the camp that they liked. 
Um, what did you make of that offer going out um, this past week? He was a guy that uh, that the Badgers have been in talks with for a while, so I was excited to see that he was camping. I didn't know necessarily what he would bring, but I knew he was a really good athlete. Um, he'll he'll probably get bigger, I would assume, at six foot and around two hundred pounds. But really, he's the type of guy that has flourished in Wisconsin system, where they take these you know multiple pieces of clay that play a bunch of different positions, a bunch of different sports, and can can end up playing at a bunch of different spots, and that can help fill holes. Um, a guy that comes to mind that's on the roster right now is Preston Zachman. Um, you know, both both Pennsylvania guys, um, not necessarily from huge cities in Pennsylvania that are kind of overlooked, kind of Swiss Army Knights for their teams and similar recruiting profiles. And, and Zachman's already made waves while he was on campus. You look at their offer list, and it's almost identical. Their, Zachman's got him by a, a couple inches and came in as a linebacker, played quarterback in high school, now is playing safety. I think Iacomelli is going to be that type of player, whether he ends up at safety, whether he ends up as a slot receiver, um, could play a little running back. Uh, so I think he's the type of kid that Wisconsin's done so well with. We'll see uh, how quickly he makes a move if he wants to kind of continue to to see if his offer list grows. I know Pittsburgh and some others are after him. and But really, I think Wisconsin's in a really good spot to possibly add him. And, and hopefully they do, because I do think that He's a, a talented player that helps them out in a lot of different areas. And in a really small recruiting class, having guys that could pop between different positions can be really helpful, and that versatility um, can go a long way. Yeah, I, I think uh, – I like that you mentioned that Wisconsin does so well with these type of players. You know, I don't want to say not super highly recruited because it's certainly starting to take off for them, but guys that maybe aren't on every school's radar, you can do a lot of, you can play a lot of different positions, flexible. Once they get into Wisconsin, start learning in the system, you know, working out with with the team, all of a sudden you can develop them into high quality players. You know, Wisconsin has done it so much with walk-ons or some of these lower tiered, you know, recruits, you know, in terms of ratings and stuff like that. So I think he's a guy that Wisconsin with, with the system that they have could certainly bring in and uh, bolster him and, and who knows where he ends up, if he ends up in Wisconsin and what term, what place in terms of position. But uh, I think an athletic kid like that is never a bad thing to have um, as part of any sort of recruiting class. Yeah, and I, I think safety would make a ton of sense for him um, just based off of kind of his size and the way he plays if you watch his film. But but really, I, I think we don't know exactly what his his numbers were from, from camp and being able to get his exact measurements and, you know, his 40 and – everything, but I would imagine that as that trickles out to other schools, there's going to be more that are that are starting to sniff around him. That's generally how it goes is you go, you blight up one camp, all of a sudden other teams catch wind of it, start offering you, especially for a team like Wisconsin who has that track record of identifying guys who are under the radar, and then all of a sudden the Northwestern offer comes, the the Illinois offer comes, you know, and, and it's just everybody kind of piles on. So I would keep an eye out for that, but I think right now Wisconsin's in a good spot for them. Speaking of offers that went out, Wisconsin also offered 2023 running back J.T. Smith after his camp. Um, from that same high school, Devin Chandler, Gio Pius, and current uh, recruit Curtis Neal. So it seems like that Cornelius, North Carolina area is something that's really developing as a little bit of a pipeline for Wisconsin. They've done a really good job recruiting there so far. Um, in terms of, of Smith right now, in terms of offers offers from Wisconsin, um, you know, Penn State, Minnesota, 
Um, East Carolina as well. So certainly some schools interested in him as well. Um, 5'11". Uh, pretty talented kid from everything you can see. Not really an, another kid that doesn't have um, ratings quite yet, but I'm sure as Wisconsin puts in their offer, some recruiting um, offers will start to pick up for him. So what did you make of, of that offer coming from that same kind of pipeline that Wisconsin's done so well at? I, I like it a lot. I think Wisconsin's done good with going after North Carolina running backs in, in the past. I know that there's also been some times where it's kind of bit them. But really, you look at it, when you have that track record in the high school, um, that suburb of Charlotte, I think you, you go for it. I think he's a talented kid. He, he's an athlete who could play on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, he's still really young, so that's why we won't see a, a rating probably for – for a while here, but I think it can only help you in that Curtis Neal recruitment. It can only help you in future races at that school as well. So I think right now you're looking at a kid who's who's bound to see his offer list com- completely fly. He's got East Carolina, Minnesota, Penn State, Wisconsin right now. I would anticipate that over the summer when he hits the camp circuit, it's going to continue to rise. And really, he, he's got some some nice burst in his highlights. He he, he shows some nice running ability. Um, and, and really, I think that Wisconsin could, could do some really good things with him, especially when you look at it. He's just a sophomore in high school right now, and, and the fact that he came on his own dime to come up and check out the high school speaks volumes about how, how well of a, a strong of a relationship the Badgers have with that high school right now. Yeah, I think that's a really good spot for the Badgers to be in at this point in time. You know, we talked about it so many times, getting into – um, you know, a place or a kid early, you know, getting into his recruitment early and then um, seeing how it develops from there. Keep yourself in a really good shot because, uh, like you mentioned, I'm sure his offer list will grow, but Wisconsin was one of the teams that was in there, um, you know, early on that will hopefully help as his recruitment kind of develops. So it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that situation uh, as well. All right, moving on down the line here, Christian Driver, if you know the last name, of course, the son of Donald Driver, four-star safety prospect. Uh, taking an unofficial visit to Wisconsin, I think it's certainly a a player that you would want to pick up. You know the name well. You know the family well right now. Um, a lot of crystal ball predictions, of course, putting him to Penn State, but that can certainly change as the, as, as things develop here. A really talented player, um, uh, of course, athletics in his family. But what did you make of, of him coming up to Madison for that unofficial visit, um, and how do you think that will develop kind of moving forward? I think it's huge. Uh, you, you look at, it, obviously, a pedigree there the, and a strong ties to Wisconsin, given the fact that his dad played for so long in the state. Um, he, he's got suitors from everywhere, though. I mean, he, he can go pretty much wherever he wants. He's, he's got offers. Right now, it, it seems like Wisconsin, Penn State, Oklahoma are kind of the top three. But you look at Florida, LSU, Michigan, Nebraska, Ohio State, Oregon, Texas, Texas A&M. He can go wherever the hell he wants. And so um, it, it's one of those things where the Badgers are got that first visit, which is can be so crucial to kind of set the tone for his recruitment. And the fact that it's an unofficial gives them a chance to possibly get him back in the fall for an official visit, depending upon if he holds off on committing before um, the end of summer. But I think Wisconsin's got a shot, and that's all you can, can do. I know Penn State, like you mentioned, is – has had some traction here as of late, but but really you look at him and he he's the type of safety that they could really use. I think he'd pair really nicely with Hunter Wohler based off the fact that um, Driver's more of a rangy, athletic type. 
He could end up at wide receiver as well like his dad, but really, really good athlete, dynamic. There's a reason he's looking at and getting offered from everyone across the country. And I, I, you got to hope that the Badgers can use those ties with his father, um, the love that he has maybe for the state to kind of bring him home. I would imagine that um, NIL might play a thing here just because think of Donald Driver and Christian Driver on an ad and him getting paid for that. The Wisconsin fans, Packer fans, the entire state's going to love that. So um, from a money-wise, it makes a ton of sense for him, but um, we'll see. he's He's a high school kid trying to make the best decision for himself, and obviously Wisconsin, Penn State, I don't think he can really go wrong. Uh, too much there, two really strong schools in football, um, as well as Oklahoma, but hopefully the Badgers can knock this visit out the park. Yeah, I think that would be, uh, of course, huge. I mean, just as a player, um, he, he's exceptionally talented, and like you mentioned, can go really wherever, but Wisconsin hopefully can take advantage of some of those ties that they've got and, and hopefully pitch them their best, uh, you know, their the best one that they've got and, and see what uh, they can do. But I think that would be a, a smart choice in terms of the ad. I didn't even think about the NIL part of it, but that's going to be a huge factor in recruiting you know, as you move forward here in this new age of of this all changing um, in, in terms of college football and college basketball, all athletes in terms of recruiting. That's going to certainly play a factor as you move forward. All right, Wisconsin adds three-star cornerback Akori lied to the group visiting June 4th. Um, and, and this whole kind of weekend, so we'll kind of transition into this weekend. He's part of that, you know, a huge group. Um, but before we get into the group as a whole, what do you make of, of him and him, uh, of course, adding his official visit? Yeah, I think it's big. He, he's one of the cornerbacks that they've been on for a while now. Um, he, he's got a few visits set up that Wisconsin's going to have to fend off. I know Boston College is one. Pittsburgh is one. So and, and I want to say Duke, he's he's setting one up. So like you're looking at a kid who who's high academic kid um, coming out of Jersey, which should help them. We'll see if losing Khalif will have an impact on that. But but really looking at kind of who he is, he has a good relationship with Hank Poteet. Hopefully they can close on him. Um, and, and like I said, set the tone in his recruitment. Having all these guys come the first first weekend gives them a chance to to show how Wisconsin is on a really nice weekend while also making it that they're the measuring stick for all these other visits that kids go on and and he's got a packed June and I would anticipate he'll probably make a decision after his visits so we're not he's not going to be a kid who probably pops this weekend and commits but I do think that he's a talented cornerback that Wisconsin could be in in a good position for but they're going to have some company and have to fend him off yeah, it's certainly going to be one that um, will will be competitive with those other visits. He, he's a player that I think Wisconsin is set up well. You know, just given that the the pipeline of that area, Wisconsin again recruits that area really well. But there's other schools around there, maybe a little bit closer to him, um, that will certainly make their best pitch as well. But it always helps to have a player like him come on campus with this big group that's going to be here. It's going to be a beautiful weekend in Madison. So hopefully you can kind of show that hey. You know, this is a great place to be, um, and, and we've had success with players from your area. And, and you know, come and, come and see what we've got and, and make the best decision for yourself. But it's always nice to get these kids on campus and, and allow yourself to make your best pitch. All right, so we keep moving on here with this June 4th weekend. Um, of course, a lot of visits in, in terms of big recruitment weekends with this 2022 class. This is probably the biggest they've had in quite some time. 
Uh, ten players taking official visits, of course, headlined by the likes of the in-state guys, Carson Hinsman, Joe Bruner, Billy Strauss, Isaac Ham, uh, of course, Curtis Neal from the out-of-state. We talked about him a little bit in terms of that pipeline. Like we've said, going to be a beautiful, probably a little bit too hot of a weekend in Madison, at least for myself, but how do the Badgers approach this weekend and try to come out with it, um, you know, in, in the best way possible, um, you know, once with having all these guys on campus? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is, is show them what Madison has to offer, really rely on academics, um, take them to the terrace, take them out on the lake, take advantage of the resources that you have, and, and hopefully show them football-wise just what, what you're trying to build. I, I know right now we mentioned last episode that the recruit the recruiting team is probably stretched pretty thin. I would anticipate that it's going to be all hands on deck from the coaching staff, really trying to focus on this weekend, taking a lot of time to – to bring that personal touch to each player, which is hard when you've got seven four-stars, when you include Christian Driver and, and 11 prospects on campus, and, and probably more when you see some of those camp kids are probably going to stick around for the weekend a little bit. So I think it's an absolutely massive weekend. It's going to be tough um, to kind of spread out the love around, but really they've got to have a plan. I'm, I'm sure they do, and I love that they have these guys coming first because you have a chance to – so, like I mentioned, set that tone, get things going, but also possibly shut things down for a couple kids before they take some of the other visits. Um, I, I know we're going to talk about what we think in terms of who might end up sticking with the Badgers and everything, but I, I think you look at it, they've got a chance to really shift momentum in a few recruitments here and um, have a chance to keep a couple kids home, which if they can do it would, would really make this weekend strong and also be a nice bargaining chip for going forward with some of the other kids who are going to be visiting in the coming weekends. Yeah, I think I think we can sit here and say that it's a, a massive weekend for, for this class and as we move forward. I'd love to be a fly on the wall to kind of see how they're approaching it. Uh, you know, we talked last episode, of course, about Khalif leaving um, with that group kind of being stretched thin. I'd love to see how they're going to approach it to, to make sure that you're giving the best pitch to all of these guys and you've got so many quality players on campus. Um, but, but really, yeah, I think they've got a chance to, to make some good inroads uh, on certain players. I think like, like you mentioned, we'll talk about here in just a second. I think there's a couple that you could maybe see a situation where Wisconsin, if they impress, kind of check all the boxes, similar to Chaz Belushi, you know, he came on campus, saw what he needed to see, felt good about it. And, and of course announced his commitment. I think there are a couple of situations where, you could get that this weekend, not saying it's going to guarantee it's going to happen, but I think there's a couple of players that you could circle and say, hey, keep those guys, um, you know, keep an eye on them throughout this weekend to see what happens. But I think for Wisconsin, just get these guys on, give them, give them your best pitch. If you don't close the deal, hopefully at least you make some inroads because a lot of these big names still have some big visits after that. You know, you talk about these in-state guys. Um, you know, most of them, that group um, still has two, three still lined up after Wisconsin. So, You've got the chance to go first. I know sometimes you maybe want to go last and try and wow that factor, but it doesn't hurt for Wisconsin to be at the forefront of everyone's mind um, early this weekend. Yeah, I think you definitely either want to be first or last. That's generally <laughs> yeah. generally what you want is is either be able to, to get things going from the jump and be the measuring stick, or you want to be the closers uh, at the end. And um, Wisconsin's taking a strategy here and understanding – I think it's a good strategy when you consider that most of these kids haven't been able to step foot on a campus in over a year and a half. 
Um, some of them have maybe have never stepped foot on a campus looking at a, in terms of a football athletics um, environment. So I think it's a, a good chance to, to have that wow factor. They're lucky that the weather looks like it's going to be pretty good. And so I think it's, it's going to be a really exciting weekend and, and just it's going to be one that people should be kind of closely watching their phones. I think that's a great piece of advice from Matt to be closely watching your phones for sure. So we've talked about it a little bit already. Of the guys visiting, I think there's a few that could possibly commit or at least really you know, put themselves in a great spot to nail that down in the near future. So of those guys that you should maybe keep your phone on, who are some guys that you have your eye on in terms for a possible announcement? Well, first and foremost, I think it's Isaac Ham. We've had him on the show. He he glowed about Wisconsin when we talked about um, when we talked with him. He's a, he's a nice kid, um, smart, gro- grown a ton, and, and really just a, a physical defensive lineman from some prairie. Um, hasn't really visited Madison too often, but grew up right down the road. Doesn't have any other official visits set up. And and when you look at everybody else, everybody else has other official visits lined up. He, he's been kind of thought to be a Wisconsin lean for a while. I would be surprised if he goes past this weekend or goes past the next few weeks without being a Badger. Um, and then the other guy would be Curtis Neal. I think there's a shot that the Badgers could close things down this weekend. Um, I know he's got a couple other official visits set up, but there's a really strong tie to Wisconsin um, given the fact that they were his first offer, it's not totally known um, how many other places are still really having him at the top of their list, given the fact that he had that knee injury. So I think Curtis Neal's another kid who who could pop as well, and they could really round out their defensive line nicely um, this weekend. I think everybody else, there's a good chance down the line they could get. I still think they'll get um, Joe Brunner, Carson Hinsman, Hinsman was down in Alabama here recently um, for an unofficial visit. So you're looking at two of the top linemen to come out of the state in a while. But I think the Badgers still have a really good shot with both of them. Um, Billy Schroff is, is or Schroff, another kid that we had on the podcast. I think if, if they can turn the tide in his recruitment, his recruitment kind of reminds you of, of Tyler Beach where everybody thought he was going to go to Notre Dame. Maybe, and then the Badgers, you know, knocked a visit out of, out of the park and, and kind of closed on them. Maybe that same thing can happen. Um, but but I really think you look at the defensive backs with Brown and Lyde um, as well as Coley, I think they're a ways away from making a decision. They're going to take their visits. And and as well as a guy like Nicholas Singleton, I don't really feel like they got a, a great chance there. But I think a lot of these guys, uh, they're going to go through, they're going to see their take their visits, and then I would anticipate that really – that early part of July, late part of June, you're going to see a run of, of commitments for Wisconsin and really a lot of different places. But but this is an opportunity to close on a couple guys. If they could get a guy like Ham, that increases your chances for some of the other in-state guys who who's, he's going to be in their ear and recruiting for. Um, if you were able to get a guy like Curtis Neal, it sends a pretty big message for some of the other defensive linemen that, hey, you either got to make a quicker commitment or you're going to end up somewhere else if this is where you want to be. For a guy like KJ Miles or Quintel Jones and um, Felix Hickson, who are all going to be on campus, so a lot of moving pieces. But I think I think Ham's the guy to watch, and Neil's Neil is a dark horse to potentially um, pop as well. Yeah, I think just given the fact that that Isaac Ham doesn't really have a ton, you know, in terms of no other official visits lined up, I think you feel really good about that situation there. 
he would be a huge piece to, like you mentioned, kind of start to you know, turn him into a commit and then turn him into almost a recruiter in a sense of going after some of these other guys that I'm sure he knows very well. Um, you know, these other in-state kids, uh, you know, they all get to know each other, um, you know, through, over the years. So I think that would be a, a nice part. And then Curtis Neal, I think, is one that um, could certainly make that uh, commitment as well. I know he tweeted out that he was, you know, really, really excited for the, you know, to visit the first school that, that took a chance on him. Um, you know, I think he said exciting is an, excited is an understatement. So it, it's clear that he is ready to to be on campus. Uh, I believe he tweeted out that he arrived, um, you know, not long ago last night. So it, it should be a nice situation there. I think if they could nail him down, uh, I think it's a a really big get. You know, we've talked about that pipeline a little bit already, but in terms of a player, he's he's super talented and I think would be in a, a good in a good spot. So if you're knocking down two key pieces to the defensive line, possibly this weekend or or a little bit beyond that, I think that's great and that really starts to get the 2022 wheels in motion after being you know s- you know shut down and slow for so long. Um, you, you've really kind of had that dead period. You had a, a big impact there. It should start to ramp up, and the first step of that is, of course, this weekend getting some of these guys on campus. The other ones, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, I don't think there will be – I think those are the two to maybe circle and keep an eye on. Maybe Wisconsin really knocks it out of the park and it, it makes an impression on one of these other in-state kids. I still think it would be that you know when you're as highly talented as some of those guys that – some other visits will will certainly be in line, but hopefully the Badgers can at least you know put themselves maybe ahead or or close the gap a little bit and make it a tougher decision. But beyond that, I think I think most of these guys, you know, Caleb Cooley, Nicholas Singleton, um, all of these guys still have some visits lined up and are, and are still a little bit cold. But again, you never know. You get them on campus, you at least get your shot, um, and, and you can make your impression and, and see where it goes from there. Yeah, I, I think if, if out of those other in-state kids that aren't named Ham, I think um, Brunner would be a guy that could possibly um, fall in love and do it just because he, he's a kid that's from that Whitefish Bay, Milwaukee area where Wisconsin has done some, some pretty good damage with the Milwaukee suburbs and he's got a relationship, strong relationship with the staff. I, I think he's a kid that would could potentially be one that, that just gets wild by it and runs with it. But – but really, yeah, I think most of this is setting things up for later this summer and and really just trying to get your first step forward and helping yourselves out so that you can land those commitments later on and, and really be the measuring stick against others. All right, guys, well, that pretty much wraps up everything in terms of recruitment. Like I said, this is a nice little um, baseline for you going into the weekend. Keep an eye on BuckyShipQuarter.com. Um, if there are any commitments, we'll, of course, have some write-ups there. Um, and it should be a, a busy weekend. So make sure you have your phone and, and your alerts on because it's certainly possible that there's a, there could be some big news for Wisconsin football as you move forward. But otherwise, enjoy the weekend. It should be a beautiful um, in terms of weather, so hopefully you guys can take advantage of that. We'll be back with you next week. We'll recap anything that may happen uh, this weekend. We'll talk about some basketball recruiting and visits as well, so it should be a good couple episodes next week. As always, thank you guys for listening on Wisconsin.